0: what's up guys and this here from the strong Family money show thanks for coming back um so i'm i'm like inundated with magazines now um online and downloadable and you know i got time magazine and it's got kiplingers right i have on my kindle i have um the atlantic and i have a bunch of other stuff Right, i have like just you know buy these things i don't i don't know why i don't know why i, I keep buying them but I think I have all this time to read them, but it ends up just piling up on me. But anyway, so I'm reading, um, uh, this is last month's December. I got a new one. So this is December. I'm not sure what the frequency is that they send them. Cause I already just got another one. So this is a December Kiplinger. And what I think is I'm going to look in the, in the new one. I'm sure it's just a recurring section. What they have is it's called basics. It's a basics article. And I will look in the other one to see what it has, but in this one it has know the difference between the FDIC and the SIPC, right? So this is you know just like normal everyday stuff that you should know because it's your money. And they put it, you know, it's a short article, it's one page, right? And it's telling you, right? So what is the difference between the two, right? These are things that protect your money in some financial institution and you definitely should know so you know i know some people and um who don't like banks for whatever reason they don't like banks right they think they're going to steal their money the fees are too high whatever so they like literally have like cash they don't put their money anywhere but in their pocket or under their mattress right but if you know right yes there have been times where and that's why stuff like this happens, right? So the FDIC was made after the the, the de, you know the collapse in the Great Depression, right? So the FDIC protects your money in the bank. This says you know currently, and it's changed over time. Two hundred fifty k, and per bank account of whatever. So they have different classes of accounts that they cover. Um, so they cover. Uh, checking, savings, money market, CDs, cash So if you have 250K in each of those, 250K is covered in each of those classes per person. So, and they also tell you how to get, how to be more insured. They say, well, so if you have more than 250K saved up in these classes, then you should move them to different banks. So in each bank, each class, you can have 250K covered of these things. So, if you have a savings account of 500K, they say you need to have 500K in one bank, and 250K in one bank, 250K in another bank. That way, both accounts are protected to the max. Okay? So, FDIC, Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, you see it when you go in the bank, a little sticker. You want to make sure, I don't know, I don't think I've been in a bank where they really does not but in the article it says that. You want to make sure that that's on the the bank. They should have it displayed somewhere that they're insured. And if they're not, then you're probably not in the kind of bank you want to be in. So that's FDIC. That's your money being protected, right? SIPC. So FDIC is a federal commission, okay? SIPC is not a federal commission. It's like a bunch of financial institutions that take care of investments came together and say, just so that everyone is you know, feel safer, we ourselves are going to do something similar to the FDIC, but for investments. And it isn't like if a company goes down, it isn't like that. So it isn't like, you know, someone, some bank, some company goes bankrupt, and you have your money invested in that company. It isn't, it does not ensure that kind of stuff, right? This is if, if the institution itself goes under, um, and they have their and it's basically uh, five hundred thousand per brokerage account, uh, with a limit of two hundred fifty in cash. So it covers stocks, bonds, mutual funds, stuff like that. So it isn't that the company you invest in goes under, right? It's that the the brokerage the brokerage itself goes bad, right? They cannot function anymore. So that so they this nonprofit group, right? ensures that your money is safe, right? So again, it isn't, it isn't like stocks go bad, right? Your stock choices go bad and you're covered. No, it's the institution you're keeping your money in, something happens, your money is safe because of this group. Both, you have to then submit paperwork to say, you know, yeah, this is how much I had, yeah, this is how much I need to be covered. Um, so, you know, there is some paperwork on your far, on your part, but um, know that you know their financial institutions um, are covered by some form of insurance, uh, and your money is you know safe if you know how to move it around and work the, the ins and outs of, of how it is covered. Um, so anyway, I thought it was good that it had this, this uh, article in it. Like I said, I may look in the other one and um, share what that article was all about. But it's important to know, you know, money basics, where your money goes, where it comes from, what happens when you put it here, how is it protected, uh, because that's, you know, it's your money. You want to know everything you can about what's going on with it. So anyway, on am from the strong Money Money Show. Thanks for watching, and I will talk to you next time.